talk sports, we can talk politics, but can we talk Jesus? What up, world? Hoodie's back for another pop-up episode of Can We Talk Jesus? It's been a minute. Uh, my job and timing and all of that stuff, it's been uh, keeping me away for, for preparation. But um, I thank God that I'm back for another episode. I thank God that it's almost another year of Christmas time. Um, and I just thank God for what he's been doing in my life. I thank God for what he's doing in you all's life. I know he's been, he's been doing great and mighty things in your life because uh, you're still here. You're here to see another day and um, give God glory to that. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, before we start that I am all, not only am I on Facebook, but I'm also on Periscope. This is one of my uh, podcast episodes. Sometimes I like to do things on live. I go, I try to go outside of the way this time. Uh, Now I got my microphone in here because in the past when I did live uh, streams or live Periscope, live Facebook, I um, never had my audio recorded to put on the website like i usually do and so god just gave me the ideas like hey you can put the mic with it so i got this live mic right now recording me i got my live stream recording me so this is can we talk jesus season three episode nine and this is the christmas special this is a reintroduction a movement revolution allow me to reintroduce myself my name is so by the way earl hoodie don't get it twisted, I'm one tough cookie I'm about to put it down and give it to you straight From the book, trust me, it is never too late I say I'm about to put it down and give it to you straight If you're ready for the truth, listen up, don't hate Cause God is all I rap about If you're not ready, then check yourself These other rappers trying to be the world with fame But I was put here just to praise your name This is not a game, I won't settle for less All I'm asking you to do is to give me your best If you think you cannot pass the test Let me spit the rest of what you need to hear Just talk to Jesus, you know he got it Talk to Jesus, you know he got it. Praise the Lord, you know I'm about it. Talk to Jesus, you know he got it. This is a praise you can't expect from me. He saved my life and then he set me free. From all the distressing, all the distractions, blinded by evil, but now I see. Now begins my journey of new life, not in strife. The God in me won't go that direction. Patiently molding myself into a man of his perception. Listen up and listen well. I'm not on the mic for show until I made this tape for you to dwell on the one that'll keep you out of hell. I ain't a deceiver or a crowd pleaser. I was called to talk to the non-believers. Show me, curse me, crucify me, carry my cross to the end. Believe it, words won't hurt me. Just brush off my shoulder. God is watching over. Why should I be shocked when? He was the first one that we screwed over Yeah, you know it That was the path unlikely chosen When Eve ate that apple from the tree The devil just got over to the masses Then it happened It still happens What just happened? It's the fact that we are still caught up in sin today We cannot let this happen Talk to Jesus, you know he got it 
talk to Jesus, you know he got it. Praise the Lord, you know I'm about it. Talk to Jesus, you know he got it. I bet you're saying, oh my gosh, he's too extreme. Why should I believe this guy? He's temperamental, way too mean. Yeah, that may be just how you see it. Why should you believe it? Let me tell you, this approach is what the devil just can't handle. Because your spirit's worked up, full of hate. When Jesus' name comes up, you couldn't wait to knock it down. Corrupt his name. Do you really feel good when you're lost in pain? That's right, do you really feel good when you're lost? Just look to the one who paid the cross, who paid it all for you and me. Open up your eyes and listen up for me. This is a revelation, and the ending is judged by your education of the word alone with some stipulations. Are you ready to give up your reputation of the world the way it wants you to be? Broken down to your mind is never set free. Are we the new slaves held by the enemy, James? Are we a soul blind we fall to the enemy's games? Huh? Watch for the signs. Don't believe everything that sounds fine. They want to confuse the mental abuse and totally use you. Manipulate the masses and totally lose you. So this here is my introduction. We packaged by choice, but not an option. God put me in this situation. Welcome to the chapter of exaltation. God flow. Talk to Jesus, you know he got it. Talk to Jesus, you know he got it. Praise the Lord, you know I'm about it. Talk to Jesus, you know he got it. First thing I usually do is do my announcements, and I just thank God for what he is doing in my life. I know this month I have not really been, musically, I have not been busy up until Friday. I am also a CEO of my own label, EB's Productions, and so this past Friday I actually had my first um, business gig, I'm going to call it business gig. Uh, one of my fellow church members contacted me uh, back in November about DJing for a uh, a birthday party, 70 year 70th birthday party. I told him I do not have the equipment <laughs> up to. I have some equipment, but I don't have all the equipment that I need for that to happen um, at the time of which I thought. And so, but I had a person in mind, a friend of mine that I used to work with at UPS that um. I was like, as soon as he asked me about it, my, my church member, I was like, let me call him up. Let me see what he can do. And so I hit him up and he told me, um, he invited me to his church before to uh, minister in song. And when I contacted him, he was like, yes, I'm down for it. Let's go. And so we did it uh, Friday. It was awesome. If you follow me on um, Instagram, on my personal page, Instagram, you would have seen what uh, we had a good time. It, music was it was live, you know, people were just jamming, walking around. They had a good time. And so that was our first uh, business gig. And I was really thankful to God for that. And I, I pray for many more to come. I, uh, it's just, uh, it, like I said, EB's Productions LLC is just on the ground right now. Well, kind of off the ground, I guess, since you had the first gig. But uh, we still moving, still going on forward. I don't care if it's just one person working, two, whatever. We just let the Lord guide us to whatever um, business opportunities we have, just like with Earl Hoodie. Whatever opportunities come my way to minister, 
just next month. I know I told y'all in November I was praying for a gig this month. I was praying to God for that, but that didn't happen. But I got the business gig. Next month in January, I have another ministry uh, engagement for DJ Angie. If you don't remember DJ Angie, she was uh, on the video I shared for, um, for Ashes the Beauty. And DJ Angie, I believe, is one of the DJs on Ricky Smiley Morning Show. And she invited me to her, her birthday bash, which is next month, to uh, perform there. And so I, I can't make this up. God just puts me in, and, and he do that for you. He'll put you in uh, positions, and you just never know where it's going to lead. So I'm just thankful for the next opportunity to give God praise next month. Uh, I think it was um, January... I don't want to lie to y'all. I forget the date, but I know it's like mid-January, but that will be my next engagement. And so I'm thankful to God for that. Uh, other than that, I don't have any other announcements. Um, uh, other than if you know any, I ask this all the time, Christian artists, rap artists, singers, uh, whomever that were well, in the Christian field that, uh, wants their music to be shared on my uh podcast to email me at ebeatspro at gmail.com and i can type it here since i'm on facebook too i'm gonna type my email right there but yeah if you know any um artists christian rap artists hip-hop christian hip-hop artists music gospel singers that want their music shared in a in a realm that you know an area that can get their name out there or i know it's a small space for uh can we talk jesus right now and that's okay but you again it doesn't matter the number and i say that to say this you never know who's listening you never know who's watching. You never know who's going to watch when your friend shares. You never know. So it doesn't have to take 50,000 people for your music to be heard. If God wants that one person out of that 50,000 or that two, whatever it is, to hear you and take you where he wants you to go. It doesn't matter what number it is. So if you know anyone who's in the Christian avenue with the Christian rap, hip hop, whatever, and you feel like their music should be heard. I mean, DJ Angie heard me at the event I was at before and it just being at the right place at the right time she felt that hey i like what this guy is doing for the lord i want him at my next my my birthday event and that's what's happening now it doesn't matter about all the numbers as long as you're in the right place at the right time for the right reason i like my principal uh dr weaver she said it all the time if you're in that right place where god wants you to be he'll provide and put you in the right where in the next place where he wants you to be the purpose but and and that's what matters but like I said, if you know any gospel artists, hip hop artists, Christian hip hop artists that want think that music should be shared, email me at that website right. There, I mean that email address right there, and um I will play it. I will play it on my show. I already have another lady, a uh, lady who's on Periscope. Her name uh she I'm not gonna say her name. Uh, she wants uh well Periscope y'all know who it is, but uh she wants her music to be. She's been writing some songs and want her music to be shared on the show too, and so. I just, uh, I'm waiting on her. I'm, I'm still waiting on you <laughs> to email me uh, her music so I can play. So I thankful to God for that. It, I know it's it, not a lot of people. It don't matter. It's what matters is the substance of what they're sharing. So 
anyway other than that as always like i said this is live on facebook and live on periscope if you want to follow me on either or um, on facebook my name my artist name well i'm on my personal page right now you can follow me on either earl cornelius jr or earl hoodie for those on periscope now for those on facebook if you want to follow me on periscope because sometimes i do streams on periscope that i don't do on facebook you can follow me on at at uh, uh let me type it again <laughs> it'd be better if i do it this way this is for those who want to follow me on periscope boom that is my handle for periscope but uh for periscope people for facebook earl cornelius but you see my name and um my periscope uh account you can uh go there my name's gonna be there earl hoodie and you can find me on facebook now that's why i'm doing both i wish i could do three for uh instagram but um yeah i ain't got all that technology uh lastly if anybody has any prayer requests and you feel the need that i should pray for you um and definitely this topic today can relate to what's what is really if you need prayer just uh email me at ebspro at gmail.com and i will definitely get back to you on that but other than that that is it for all my announcements um yep that is all Jesus loves you, he is with you my friend, who's the only one to free you from the power of sin. Yes, I know this, because he did it for me, on a wooden cross he gave his life up on Calvary, Jesus died just for me. Biblical truth, our Lord Jesus Christ died for me and for you. A selfless action that no man would look to pursue. But God called upon his son to carry it through. A massive task that would result in perpetual blessings. Not by law, but faith through Christ, he's eternally living. Persecution and betrayal to us is unlawful. But Jesus still took the nails. This is the gospel. How could we not talk about Jesus when Jesus is all we need? Everything we go through, he is always right by our side. Are you gonna trust Jesus with your life? Jesus loves you. He is with you, my friend. Who's the only one to free you from the power of sin? Yes, I know this because he did it for me. On a wooden cross, he gave his life up on Calvary. Jesus died just for me. Oh, oh, oh. It's trickling down, the blood of Jesus flowing out into the holy ground. Crown of thorns on his head, tears were being shed. Mothers never should witness seeing their children dead. The king gave his spirit up by saying, it is finished. Mission done, completed, but wait, a new beginning. In three days, the sun arose, our savior lives. Christ gave and died so that we can forgive. 
how could we not talk about Jesus when Jesus is all we need? Everything we go through, He is always right by our side. Are you gonna trust Jesus with your life? to the topic for the day as i was being led by god and i say this every time so you all know how i'm being led one way i do this is i go to his word and i ask god to guide me to the right book to the right chapter to the right verse verses and i also ask him to help me discern help me to understand and help me to confirm what's in your word because if you just you know just go in there and you're just looking and looking i like the god to direct me so I have a method where I don't even look. I just let him show me where it's at, and he takes me there. And I, I could advise that you all to try that yourself. Sometimes just flip through the book and again say, God, guide me to the right place. Boom. And you know, most times, actually all the time, it's never, it never fails for me. He'll take me right where I need to be. Today, he took me to check the book of Ruth. And the topic for today, since this talking about Christmas, it's uh dealing with it's dealing with loss actually, loss of people, loss of family members, loss of friends, loss of people that's went on to, and passed away. The topic to, for today is he will make you alive again. That is the topic today. He will make you alive again. And I actually got some scriptures for y'all. So um, I'm gonna read from uh, Ruth chapter 15 first. I mean, chapter four, Ruth only has like, what, five, six chapters, I believe. But um, Ruth chapter four, verse 15, and I like to read from the easy to read version. It makes it real easy. Get it? Okay. It says, he will make you alive again and care for you in your old age. Your daughter-in-law made it happen because she bore this child for you. They're talking about Ruth. And she loves you and she is better for you than seven sons. So when I was led by the spirit to this chapter, uh, of course, it's talking about Ruth. And of course, it's talking about Naomi. Naomi was the mother-in-law to Ruth. Uh, Naomi lost her husband, Elimelech, and uh, she didn't really have anybody with her except for her two daughter-in-laws. It was Oprah and um, Ruth. And so if you re read the word, Ruth was the only um, a daughter-in-law that stayed with Naomi. 
Ophrah went back to her land and her gods. But Ruth decided that she was going to stay with um, Naomi. And also, I have this other scripture, which is in Ruth chapter 1, verses uh, 15 and 16. And it says, Naomi said, look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her own people and her own gods. You should do the same. And 16 says, but Ruth said, don't force me to leave you. Don't force me to go back to my own people. Let me go with you. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you sleep, I will sleep. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. So my focus, I believe what God wants me to focus on is loss. Like I said in the beginning, we are. In, this is Christmas time, a time uh, about Jesus, a time about giving. But also we reflect on the past. We reflect on people in our lives that are not here anymore with us. Well, I can think about, for me personally, I can think about my grandparents on my father's side. They're not here anymore. I lost my grandmother back when I was 14, 13 years old. And my grandfather, I lost him when I was 24, about to be 25 or 23, actually. And so this is as close as to family loss, this close for in my life, but there, I know there are those out there, and even in my family, that's lost a wife, that's lost grandmothers, that's lost mothers recently. Just this yesterday, um, yeah, yesterday, I just found out about a uh, classmate in 2009, or I graduated in 08, she was a class a year after me. She just passed yesterday. My One of my church members told me about her, and I remember her when I was at Central, that's my high school, and I just found out about that. And there's been a lot of loss. My other church member just lost their mother, I mean their grandmother. And so I, there's a lot of loss going on right now and around these times. And it's weird, always around the times of like Thanksgiving, I heard about a loss of a member then, and then I heard about loss here during Christmas time. It's, always, it's weird around the times of these seasons that the family we lose family members and and I, and it it just it just weird to me when that happens but i know this message is to encourage those who've lost the member remember the topic is he will make you alive again so you probably feel like naomi when she lost elimelech it doesn't have to be the husband it can be any type of family member parent friend whatever you lost someone close to you and you feel like the world is over for you. You feel like it's the end. You feel like you can't go on anymore. You feel like there is no hope anymore. You're like, why is it? Why? What should I do now that I don't have so and so, whoever named it? What should I do now when they're gone? I I I can't move and I can't get out of bed. I cannot eat. I can't go even go to the bathroom. I can't. I don't want to do anything. So you feel defeated. You feel lost. You feel confused. You feel traumatized. You don't want nobody in your area right now. You don't want nobody to mess with you, talk to you, call you, email you, Facebook you. You don't want nobody to do anything like that. You don't want anybody to touch you. You you just be secluded in your room and don't want to be bothered. I believe that God led me to this scripture for this purpose. Even though, and this might be hard on people right now because it may be fresh that you just lost a loved one it may be fresh you just lost a friend co-worker someone who's real close to you but in this scripture guy is saying he will make you alive again because he's god god 
should be first in our lives. God should be above our children. God should be above our spouse. God should be above everything we are in our lives. Okay. God is above my wife. I don't put my wife first and she doesn't put me first. She puts God first because you know why? God brought us together. God brought us together. We broke up 2008, was not talking for three years, but God put us back together at the right place, at the right city, at the right time. We didn't even meet back again until we went to Atlanta for two different schools at the same time. God did that. We don't put ourselves before God because we are limited people. We don't know what we all need, we each other really need unless God really shows us what we really need. Cool. So we can have things in our heart, right? And we don't know what's going on in the heart. God knows. And he knows what to provide to give you peace and comfort in your mind, in your heart. And so we can't put family members before us. And you know why I say that? I, I, I'm, I'm stretching the point on that. Because they left. This can't be the end of the world for you. Because they left, you got to keep going. You can't allow family members, uh, work co-workers, friends, church members, past leaders. You can't let them be your God. And you might say, nah, I'm not letting them be my God. I get, okay. But how you may be reacting, I don't know who this is for, how you reacting, how you are living, your life choices changed after the person left this earth. And God is saying that I didn't tell you to stop going. I didn't tell you to stop doing what I told you to do. You gave up because someone left this earth. And I know that might sound harsh, but I'm trying to get you to the point is this. God is still alive. He should still be head of your life and he still still has a purpose in your life. So because that person is gone. God is saying, I still need you to do work in my kingdom. Now, maybe, maybe this is a way to direct you closer to him. Again, I know that may sound harsh, but look at it. Maybe your walk with God was slipping. Maybe your walk, you got so distracted, so focused on other things and God, it was trying to get your attention. And maybe this was in his plan to get your attention. Now, that person that passed away already had their peace. All they had at peace where God it said, it's time to come home. You know, God works in mysterious ways. He was probably already come into them and said, look, my time, your time is up. It's time to come home to me. But maybe also that this time was for you to wake up. You see members, everybody, these people passing around and we're around Christmas time. But God will still provide again. What I'm saying when he said he will make you alive again. Naomi now has. Uh, uh, a, a grandson, well, I wouldn't say grandson, daughter-in-law's child, she now has a son again. She lost her, her husband, family, but she had a, a daughters-in-law. And now Ruth in chapter four marries Boaz. 
Now that since Ruth married Boaz, you know, Boaz had to go to the closest family relative to see if he wanted to buy the property so he can take the dead man's Elimelech's name and all property and all that and keep the land. The, the, the relative didn't want that because he wanted to keep his own name, his own land. And so since the relative gave the property to Boaz, now he has the rights because he couldn't marry Ruth first because that he the closest relative came before him so he wanted to do things in order right and so the close relative denied the option to get the land and now boaz gets the land and now has the right to marry ruth so now ruth and boaz are together and then ruth becomes pregnant and has a child and it says in chapter 15 i mean scripture 15 chapter 4 there was some let's go back to um give me one second It says in uh, 14, it says the woman, uh, chapter 4, verse 14, it says the woman there said to Naomi, praise the Lord who gave you this child. May he become famous in Israel. He will make you alive again and care for you in your old age. Your daughter-in-law made it happen because she bore this child for you. She loves you and she is better for you than seven sons. This is why I said it's not the end for you. Maybe God has someone else in line for your in you in your life to make you alive again. Maybe some God, maybe God has someone else in wherever they are. God is preparing them for you. So this may be leaning more towards a marriage or you've lost a loved one in marriage or you lost a loved one in children. Maybe God is directing you to someone else to bring make you alive again. But you got to keep going. You got to keep you got to keep pressing forward in your life. You just can't give up because God didn't give up on you. God is still living. He's still alive today. If God is first in your life and he's still first in your heart, you got to keep going. And I know that sounds harsh to some right now because you're hurting. And that's why we pray for the comfort of God over those who hurt and felt lost. And wherever it is, whoever they may be, we pray for those. So when we find out that so-and-so passed, that when we find out that our church member passed, we, we say, when I found out that the uh, the girl from yesterday from uh, that went to Central Pass, I told my children, I said, I will pray for her and her family. I, I pray for her family because they need comfort right now. This is three days before Christmas. Someone just lost a daughter. Someone just lost a cousin. Someone just lost a niece. As Christians, we must continue to pray for those who lost a loved one in their life. But I tell you, for those who have lost, to keep going. Because the Lord says, I still have a purpose. Now this has happened. I know you can be stronger to come to me for all that you need. Because before that, you, you probably wasn't doing that. But this moment right here, this loss got your attention. It got your attention. And the scripture said, all things work for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. This moment was used to direct you to him. It probably took this moment for it to happen so you can wake up. Why did so-and-so have to leave? Why, 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 why? I hate God right now for this. That's probably how you're feeling. But God is saying, 
all this works for your good. And it might not feel good to you right now when God says that. Because God does things in ways that isn't natural to the mind. That's why it's called supernatural. It, isn't, it doesn't make sense. We have limited thinking. God's thoughts are beyond our thoughts. His ways are beyond our ways. It, it doesn't matter. Nothing's too hard for him. All the things that he can do is for our good. But the, some of the things we do, he does don't make sense to us. Because at the time we're angry. At the time we're confused. We, 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 we just don't know what's going on. We try to make make sense of it in our own logic. We try to lo make it logical. <laughs> we try to reason with it. And God is saying, don't look to reason. That's a man thing. Don't look to knowledge. That's a, look to what I'm doing. What I'm doing won't make sense to men. All I'll need for you to do is trust me. Have faith in me. Hon continue to honor me. Continue to seek me. I will provide everything you need according to your riches and glory. I know it doesn't make sense right now. I know it hurts right now. But I am God. God is the potter maker. God, because of what happened, if it didn't happen, you probably won't be going in the direction he needs you to go. We don't know why things happen the way they do. We don't know why people pass on the timing that they do when they do pass. But I'm encouraging you over all of that. Don't give up. God, he will make you alive again. There will be times of mourning. There will be times of grieving. There will be times of hurting. And I know he understands that. That's why he comforts you in this time. But you can't stay right here. And I keep saying, I know it sounds harsh to some of the um, people listening who's lost a loved one recently. I know if you're watching, I know it. And, and, I, and I understand. I don't want to hear something like that. But God is saying, you can't stay here. I will be with you. I am patient with you. I will comfort you. But I still have a purpose for you. This is waking you up to see that you need me. You need me. Before, you didn't think about me. Before, you didn't consider hope or help from me. Now that, where do you turn? And you remember what was taught to you in church. You remember what grandmother told you when you were young. Or what your mother spoke to you or your father spoke to you or your pastor spoke to you before you left the church. You remembered what God said in his word. And it took this moment here to spark the memory about me we don't we we don't know why god does the things he does most times and we probably and we won't most of the time we won't even know in the moment we won't know until the end result when whenever god reveals it to you now that you've gone through the test now you understand why this is the reason why this happened because if it didn't happen you wouldn't be here. And I'm thankful to God for all the things he's done in my life. Things he may have allowed me to do. Things he didn't allow me to do. People that have moved on outside or left my life. 
They could be still alive, you know what I'm saying, but they have left my life. There are people that probably left your life, decided to turn their backs and leave you. There are, probably, there are some people and family members that went on to be with the Lord and passed away. And it hurts when people turn from you. It hurts when people are not here with you to talk to you anymore. It hurts. I, I, I know it hurts. But God is saying, you got to keep on moving. You got to keep on trusting me because God still loves every one of us. No matter what you've done, and I'm going to go there, no matter what you've done, it doesn't matter what you've done, God still forgives. Even murderers, God still forgives. It doesn't matter what the sin is. God still forgives. So don't think for one second God can't forgive you for the sin that you've done. I want you to even right now, if that's if that's you right now, to just say out loud and in your heart, Lord, forgive me for the sin that I caused. Lord, forgive me for the sins I've done, known and unknown, conscious and unconscious. Forgive me of my sins right now, Father God. And then also ask them to forgive those who sinned against you. Because scripture says, if you don't forgive them that hurt you, how can you forgive? How can he forgive you? It's in scripture. So we must continue to walk in the purpose that God called us to walk in. He will make you alive again. Oh, and one other thing. Remember, Naomi lost her husband. Naomi lost a, 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 a children, lost all, all she had left was her two daughter-in-laws. And then one of the daughter-in-laws left. She only had Ruth. And when she had, when she, when Ruth stayed with her and got married, they had a son. Oh, when, well, I'm sorry. When Ruth got married to Boaz, they had a son. You know what the son's name is? Obed. You know the meaning of the word Obed? Servant. Love your family members that are around you, that are still with you. Love everyone around you. I don't care how they are, how they act. Still love them. God says love your enemies. Love your, the, and the people, bless your enemies. And not only just bless the people you love, bless your enemies. You never know who God will use to help you, to serve you. It took Ruth's child, Obed, which means servants or worksmen, to make Naomi alive again. Now she felt she had purpose again. Remember, I read the scripture. He will make you alive again and care for you in your old age. Your daughter-in-law made it happen because she bore this child for you. She bore the child for Naomi. She bore a servant for Naomi. This is the point I'm trying to make. This is why you can't give up. This is not the end of the world for you. Here's where the joy comes in. You can't stop going, stop moving forward. Because God still loves and God still provides. I know we lost 
close members in the family. And it hurts. But we have to keep going. We have to keep fulfilling the purpose God has in our lives. We have to begin the purpose that God showed us when this moment happened, when we lost the loved one. We can't stop. Because there are people in this world who don't know the truth. And since they don't know the truth, they won't be in heaven with their family members. Let's just be real. That person that passed away knew God, knew Jesus, believed in him. And probably God was using this to get your attention. But if you don't believe in the truth, you won't be with them. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but through him. So if you don't believe the truth, you're not going where they're going. Tough scope. Tough live stream. But it's true. We got to speak truth. Every word, all these things you hear, see on TV, whatever, all this feel good stuff, it's not always going to feel good. And you, we should know that because we face trouble every day. Struggle somewhere in our life every day. It might be mental. It might be physical. It might be whatever material, car breakdown. We face trouble every day. So a feel good sermon or a feel good message all the time ain't going to help when, it's going through, when we're going through hard times. We got to know what to do when we go through t- troubled times. We have to get on our knees or start praying to the Lord. Start seeking him in his word. Start praising him in the time of trouble. It's not going to always feel good. That's where the work comes in. Can you continue to be on the Lord's side when the money ain't coming in? Can you continue to be on the Lord's side when there are no presents under the tree? Just putting that in there. Christmas time. Can you continue to lean on him when you have nobody else around that cares about you? Can you continue to seek him first, the kingdom of God and all his righteousness? When you are being spoken to with all these different voices, you should go here. You should take this drug, smoke this weed, drink this liquor, come to the strip club. And you already know that this will give me pleasure. This will give me life, but it won't give you spirit. It won't give you life, eternal life. Thank you, Lord. It won't give you eternal life. What do you do when these hard times come? I had a uh, student just uh, this past um, this past week because I'm a driver instructor. And I ride with students all the time. Blessings to you, uh, Miss Shanika. And I was riding with her and this other student at the same time because one observes the other drives. And so she said uh, some nights... She just uh, can't sleep. And some nights she just wake up crying just, and don't know why. And especially if we, when we were talking about Christmas, me and the other student were talking about Christmas, and she just started breaking down while driving. I said, no, nah, we got to change the subject first <laughs> because you driving. We got to move. But she was 
breaking down, crying. It's okay. Okay, we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for you. But uh, she was breaking down crying. And um, it's just whew, around Christmas time. I forgot where the Lord was taking me with that. I'm sorry. But uh, it's, 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 we, 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 ah, man, I'm sorry. We have to continue to help those who are hurting. Continue to encourage those who are hurting right now because I'm sorry, I'm reading this post on Periscope. Okay, so we're definitely going to pray after I finish talking and give you the message. I'm going to pray for my um, my sister in Christ. But she, the the student, it's, just, it's amazing how... How young, young, the younger generation are, are just going through so much, you know, and to, to just break down and cry out of for nothing about Christmas time, and we have to continue to encourage. Okay, we have to continue to encourage, even if they don't believe. We have to be in position. This is why I said we have to keep on going. We have to keep moving forward. I know we took a loss, but we have to continue to move. We have to continue to be strong in the Lord because there are people around us, I remember now, who don't believe in the truth. If we know the truth, we have a duty to speak the truth. Thank you. If we know the truth, we have a duty to speak the truth to those who don't believe. And you might get backlash from it. Why are you telling me about Jesus? Well, I'm, I'm hurting right now. I don't want to hear nothing about Jesus because Jesus is the one who's going to save you. He is the one that's going to encourage, lift you up, get you out of that, that what they call in scripture, Lodi bar. Get you out. My pastor loves it. Gets you out of Lodi bar. You in that dark, deep place. And Jesus is the one that's going to bring you out of it. And he might use you to encourage that person. So in this time of Christmas, in this time of giving, and, and it, it, the main the reason for the season you hear so much is Jesus. Forget the gifts, all that. The meaning is Jesus. This is my gift to you all, speaking Jesus. He will make you alive again. For those who have lost loved ones, this was the message. He will make you alive again. Whoever took a loss, whatever it's family, whatever it's material thing, whatever it is, he will make you alive again. You just got to believe it. You just got to believe in his word, what he says. You got to believe in his scripture. I said it before. He provide everything you need according to your riches, his riches, I'm sorry, and glory. He will provide he will provide your healing. He will provide whatever money you lost. Whatever it is, he will provide. Now keep speaking it because someone needs to hear it. He will provide. Stop doubting. Stop having unbelief. If you've seen him do it before, just like in my song, do it again. He will do it again. He'll bless you. He'll change you. Why? Because he made you. He is love. He is joy. He is peace. He is self-control. 
He's everything you need and more. He knows what you need before you even know what you need. Well, please, I encourage you. I encourage you. Don't give up. Don't give up in this Christmas season. When Christmas Day comes, I, I challenge you to be have, have so much joy and peace that you got to see another day. Because that's what's more important. He woke you up to see another day. He woke you up to see family. He woke you up to, he gave you life. That's the number one thing you should be thankful for. And the next thing is the family members that are around you. Yeah, we lost family members in 2019 that we had in 2018 that we that, that was gone now. But be thankful for the family members that you still are still living. Be thankful for those who are still who will still talk to you, who will still call you. Be thankful for the friends that you still have that will still talk to you, who will still call you, who will still provide. Hey, you need a ride. I got you. Be thankful for those co-workers who talk to you, who spend time with you, who want to listen to you about whatever problems. that. Be thankful for someone who's around. But most of all, be thankful because you're still alive and God is alive and real. Jesus is real. Be thankful to God because he will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. Be thankful to God because he will give you life and life more abundantly. Be thankful to God because he knows our thoughts <laughs> and provides our every need. Blessings. So be thankful. I know I said it before. He will make you alive again. But also be thankful that God is still in control, still in control, still in control. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So what I'm going to do right now, my sister on Periscope, she said that uh, she wasn't feeling well. She was feeling sick. Um. Give me a second. Yeah, she was feeling weak and dizzy. Feeling like she was going to pass out. So I'm going to pray for uh, my sister on Periscope. And then anybody else that needs prayer. I'm going to pray on Facebook. If you have prayer requests, I'll just say a short little prayer. Whatever I'm led to pray for about. God stretching me in this moment. <laughs> but I will pray for you. So, Father, right now, we pray for Miss Shanika. We pray for her strength right now, God. I pray that you give her strength and health, uh, um, health, good health, Father God, so she can do the things that you have called her to do, Father God. Help her, Lord, in this moment, Father God, to provide her with everything she need according to your riches and glory, Lord. Help her, Lord, to keep on pressing in the faith. Help her to keep on praying to, for the people. She's such a caring woman. She prays and, uh, and help her to continue to be having have that good personality to others, to pray for others, to lend a helping hand for others, Lord. Give her the strength to continue to walk and encourage one another to pray because she's a praying woman, Lord. Help her to encourage other people in today, Father God. Today, right now, Lord. Whatever sickness that's bearing in our body right now, it's removed right now in Jesus' name. I rebuke the sickness right now in Jesus' name. Give her good health and healing right now in Jesus' name, Father God. Help her 
to do what you've called her to do, Father. And that whatever weapons that come against her, it won't prosper. Because that's what it says in your word. The weapons formed against us shall never prosper, Father God. So we thank you right now for our health and our healing. It's already done right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Miss Shanika, I pray that you will continue to do what thus says the Lord, that you continue to walk by faith and not by sight, that you continue to encourage and pray for others. I appreciate your help. I appreciate your encouragement to me through the Lord. I appreciate all that God has for you. And I pray that God will continue <laughs> to manifest in your life and manifest in others around you as well. In Jesus' name. Well, like I said, if anybody else has any prayer requests on Facebook, you can just type it here. Um, whatever it is, maybe you need it from me. I don't know. I'm just following in the spirit. But if that is it, I'm going to close out in prayer for everybody. So, Lord, we just say thank you for this message. Say thank you for using me as your vessel to encourage the body in this Christmas time about you making us alive again. Lord, I know that family members have passed on. Church members have left us. Classmates have left us. Co-workers have left us, Father God. And I know that it hurts when we see people that we've been around for so long go. But I pray, Father, for those who feel so low, so deep right now. I pray that you will reach your hand out to them in their darkness. Reach your hand out to them wherever, how low they are in the ground, or how deep they are in this world. Lord, I pray that you will pull them out. I pray that you will pull them out right now out of, out of the darkness and into your marvelous light. I pray right now that you will give them the strength that they need, Father God, to move forward because they feel so stuck. Lord, I pray right now that you give them the peace that surpasses all understanding because they're so confused and don't understand why they left. Why did you take this person from me? Our Lord, I pray that you give them the understanding, Father God, so that they can have peace in their heart so they can continue to move and walk by faith and continue to fulfill the purpose you have in their life, Father God. Lord, I pray, God, that in this Christmas season that we remember the true meaning of Christmas. And that is about your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins. That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Help us to remember the true meaning of Christmas, Father God. It's not about the wrapped up gifts. It's definitely not about that Christmas tree. And no, it's not about the stockings, Father God. It's not about Santa Claus. It's about Jesus, Father God. So I pray that you will remind us. Help us to remember and always keep in our hearts that this time is about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I pray that those who know the reason, who know who, who, what it's about, what Christmas is about, I pray that they encourage those who don't. I pray and challenge those that they will continue to spread this message, not just Christmas time, but all through the year, all through 2020, 2021, 
until the Lord you say it's time to come home. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You passed the test. You ran the race. And now you come home because you did what I called you to do. Now you will be with me in paradise. Lord, I pray for those who know the truth will continue to spread the truth. And don't be afraid of what other people say about what they're doing. Thank you, God, for giving us courage, <laughs> for giving us boldness to walk and to speak the truth. No matter what the doubters say, no matter what the enemy says, we were meant to speak to shut him up. So in Jesus name, I pray for those who know the truth outside of Christmas and in Christmas that we spread Jesus all around the globe, wherever God takes them, wherever God, where you take them, take them and safely where they need to be so they can sow that seed so they can water that seed so that in that in that village or in that country or in that city that they will know Jesus. And know that he is the giver of life. <laughs> and what this world has, we don't need it. All we need is what you provide for us. Father God, I uh, ask that you forgive us of our sins, known and unknown, and that you forgive those who sin against us, Father. And Lord, we pray right now that you remove all hurt, doubt, unbelief, Lord. We remove all the things of the enemy that's trying to attack us right now, that don't even want us to see December 25th, that don't even want us to see the next hour, that don't even want us to see the next second, Father God. We pray for those right now, Lord, that they will be delivered from these bondages of the enemy right now, these strongholds right now, that they will be broken out of that bondage, be broken out of that stronghold right now in Jesus' name, because you can break it. You can break those walls. You can shatter all that, whatever their field glass, whatever, whatever surrounded with Father. You know what they need, Father God, in Jesus' name, and you will take it down because nothing is too hard for you. <laughs> Lord, I thank you. Lord, I pray for healing right now. Again, not just for uh, Miss Shanika, but for all those who are hurting right now, who are ill right now. I pray for my church members who are sick right now and ill. And I pray for your church members who are sick right now and ill. Family members that are sick right now in hospital beds right now who are on their last dying breath. Lord, I pray that you turn it around for them right now in Jesus' name and say, I'm not finished with them yet. I still have a purpose. No matter what the doctor said, no matter what your family member said, I said, the Lord says that I'm not finished with them yet. So I pray right now that they will just be alive in your spirit. Come out that bed, hospital bed. Start working. Start walking again. Start serving your, uh, you, Lord, Father, in whatever position you have for them. It doesn't have to be a leadership, pastoral position. No, it's whatever you put in their place, Father God. They can be a teacher. They can be a nurse. They can be a doctor, Lord. They can be a lawyer. They can be whatever you. They can be a singer. They can be a spoken word artist, Lord. They can be whatever it is, Father God. Give them the strength to walk again, Father. Get up out that hospital bed and walk again. Heal them so they can walk again father god bless them father so they can walk again lord help them to walk father god in the place that you want them to be and help them to believe that you are real and you are the only way jesus there is no other way there is no other way no zodiacs none of that stuff there is no other way hear my prayer god it's in the mighty name of Jesus.
Help Proverbs 31. Help her father to walk again, Father, right now in Jesus' name. Help him to give, give him strength right now in his legs to walk again. Give him power to walk so that he can fulfill the calling on his life, Father God, to be a father, but also be a leader, to be a servant in you, Father God, to walk by faith and not by sight, Lord. Help him, Lord, to be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God. It's in the mighty name of Jesus. We do pray. We love you, Lord. If I haven't told you, we haven't told you today, Lord, we love you before I end this prayer. <laughs> because you do so much for us. You do so much for us, Father God, that sometimes we forget to say we love you and we thank you. So we thank you right now. Even up till now, all the words that you've spoken through me, whatever's been, whoever's been touched, Lord, I thank you right now that they will take this word and receive it right now in Jesus' name, and they will be blessed. Amen. I thank you all for coming on. I thank you all for listening. I thank you followers on Facebook. I thank you followers on Periscope for coming on. I appreciate you all. I hope that and I pray that Something that I've said, that God said through me, has been a blessing to you. If it has, can you just type amen, those on Facebook and those on Periscope. If this has been a blessing to you, if you can just type amen for me or praise God or I love you, Jesus. Something about the name Jesus. If you that encourage you, amen. Just type amen. Facebook people, don't be shy. <laughs> I see y'all watching. It's okay to type, but just type amen. Look, I pray you all have a blessed Christmas, Christmas Eve. I pray that you all will um, continue to walk in your calling, in your position, wherever God wants you to be. Don't be afraid to get out that boat, just like Peter. Don't be afraid. Of the winds and the rain and water and wind is raining right outside right now. Don't be afraid of what God has for you. Don't be afraid to take that step. Some of you may be contemplating about a job right now. And you're contemplating about leaving. But you don't know where God's going to take you. Let me tell you something. God did that to me. He told me to leave my job where I was. And I did not know where I was going until the last day of my job that I was at. If he can do that for me, by faith, he can do that for you. So don't be afraid to get out that boat and walk where God wants you to go. Because where he wants you to go, there's liberty. And everything you need and more. Look, I pray you all have a blessed day. This is Earl Hoodie, and this is Can We Talk Jesus. It's not too late if this is you. We have a Savior who died on the cross for our sins. His name is Jesus. Ask him for forgiveness. If you want to be saved, then read Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. I'm not a minister. I'm not a pastor. I'm Earl Hoodie, a soldier. In the army of the Lord, we can talk sports, we can talk politics, but can we talk Jesus? 
hoodie out.